When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Rob, we spoke about it earlier. Obviously, the big news from a national perspective from the AFL was Richmond coach Damian Hardwick mm. announcing that he would quit during the week. Um, bit of conjecture over whether that was the right move. Obviously not whether it was the right move because that's a Damian Hardwick decision and no one's privy to the reasons he made that decision, but more around the timing. Um People are saying, especially if you're looking at your a, a positive slant for Richmond, it gives them more time to find a replacement for next year and beyond. Um, and there are plenty of good candidates out there. Um, there always are, I suppose. It's just about getting an opportunity. Um, but did you think the timing was odd? Uh, sort of, considering it was just a one-point loss. It's not um, like we're going, we being Richmond are going too bad. Nah, I sort of feel like it's... Uh, me reading between the lines, Clark, and I could be wrong and I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Probably wrong. <laughs> but I sort of feel like the list is in a position now that they haven't gone for a rebuild. They've gone for a reset. They're going mm. for a flag um, or finals anyway, um, bringing in the two top midfielders, I feel. So Harwick was somewhat probably responsible for that decision. Um, and I think he probably thought that they probably need a new voice. And it was pretty... Um, I never realised, like, you just don't... Time just flies, you know, and... For him to coach 300 games at the club is a pretty, mm. um, you know, pretty massive achievement. Um, and I think I think Mick Walter might be able to, you know, get get something different out of the group, perhaps, Clarky. Are he's you done confident well. he's going to get something new out of the group? I'm not sure. He's done very well, hasn't he, Hardwick? I remember when he was first appointed, and we talk about hard times, and I tease the Bombers supporters at the moment. But between, as a Richmond diehard, between the ages of 8 and 18, I didn't see the Tigers even play in a final, let alone mm. win one. So... Hard times that Dimmer was really able to sort of turn the club around, a complete 180 and set them in the right direction. Um, McWalter is potentially uh, an option. Obviously, you have Justin Lepich, Don Pike, uh, Adam Uze. I think it's interesting to see which profile the Tigers will go for. If you look at the past 20 premiership coaches, most of those coaches are ones that have been appointed by their club and have built that club up as, as the first club they've coached as opposed to recycling an old premiership coach. I think Mick Malthouse bucked the trend a little bit, winning a flag with Collingwood. But even still, he was at Collingwood for about 10 years. It wasn't like he was a gun for hire coach as if, say, if Ross Lyon were to win a flag this year or Alistair Clarkson were to do something with North Melbourne eventually. So do you think that the Tigers will go for an experienced coach or someone at least like a Leopard or a Pike or do you reckon they'll look to develop their own in a McWalter and Uze mould? I reckon the McWalter or Uze mode, uh, yep. mode, uh, mold, sorry, is my prediction. Um, I sort of feel like they probably need um, a coach as well that's going to go down the path probably of a more offensive game plan. Not mm. that Damien Hardwick wasn't, but it's just the direction of um, that you know the AFL football's going in for the most part. So um, I think that's probably what they'll look for. Um, so hearing what Brendan Gale said, Brendan Gale had a quote, didn't he? He said um, along the lines of you know a coach that's going to develop with the group mm. is what they're saying at the moment instead of an experienced coach. So yeah, is that your take? I think so. I think. Um 
obviously you look at a bloke like Brennan Gale and he's such a strong operator. Um, they have had a few changes off the field. Obviously, it would be super unfair to say Brennan Gale has one foot out the door um, mm. because he's the utmost professional and would appear to be doing a great job at the Tigers still. But he is a man that's highly sought after. Obviously, he applied for the, the top dog role in the AFL um, and was unsuccessful to Andrew Dillon. So that's something that could be a bit of a distraction. And the club has also lost Peggy O'Neill from the presidency in recent times as well. So a little bit of off-field uh, destabilisation, I would say. Nothing that's um, you know untoward or something that's overly concerning, but the natural progression and, and what happens at football clubs sometimes. So that's something that the club will need to work through. Yeah, Brendan Gale's a Richmond man, so there's no doubt he won't he won't leave the football club in a hole. He would have um, already you know harnessed someone, mm. um, bring someone up with him. Um, he wouldn't want to see the, the club go back down to where it was before. Um, and also, you know, I've, I've always I think I've something that I've realised even through coaching and everything is that football is a very opinionated business. Mm. Um, and you, you know, even if you're at the top, you're ridiculed. Oh yeah, and probably ridiculed the most. Five what was it the seven year plan or whatever it was was ridiculed at the time and. Um, the questions that Hutchie and Caro sort of asked. I think Caro's a Richmond woman, though, isn't she? Mm. Um, but the questions they asked were like saying, oh, he's embarrassed that this has come out. And Brendan Gale owned it. And yeah. even... I never noticed back in 2010, but if I would have noticed that then, I would have thought they were they were laughing stock. And yeah, and and also this is off topic, but recently, you know, Waratahs have had their own sort of um, succession plan, like a plan like that. And mm. uh, one of the phase, phases in there was to win two senior flags, I think, in five years, and yeah, they knocked it off in the first year. So yeah, it was a big call, wasn't it, by yeah. Brendan Gale? I don't believe yes, I could be wrong, but I don't believe um, Hutchie was on the show that. Back then, or at the time, I think it was Gary Lyon uh, firing the questions at him. I think he yeah, used the the embarrassing word, or or the one that you yeah. referred to. But yeah, that were his goals. I believe it was three flags, zero debt, seventy five thousand uh, members, and they achieved all of those. I think before he said it, before that ten year period, which you don't often see, and then. That sort of created a whole flow-on effect of new presidents, presidents, presidents. new presidents and um, CEOs coming out and having these, you know, random numbers. We are three, four, and a hundred. You know, three premierships, four grand finals, hundred. You know, or whatever. And every club sort of got their own little little numbers they're chucking out now. Um, but. Gale, to this stage, is the one that's um, been able to steer his club to success in that regard. So he actually was on Footy Classified during the week, and he spoke about Damien Hardwick and whether he thought he could see Hardwick coaching again in the future. Before we let you go, will Damien Hardwick coach AFL again, you think? I hope so, Lloyd. Yeah, I just think he's too good of a man. He's too capable of a coach. The game to be as good as it can be, needs that people like Damien Harwick involved in it. He needs a break. He's deserved it. Yeah. Um, he, hopefully he's back. On Andrew McWalter, he isn't a player who had an overly domineering career as a footballer himself. Obviously a fine player, anyone who makes the AFL is, um, but not one that's going to step straight in. And not even like a, a Brad Scott or a Chris Scott or a Damien Hardwick type where they were the hard-as-nails defenders that, that a lot of coaches have sort of fit that mould. So do you think that he faces a bit of a challenge stepping in from a fire and brimstone, win at all costs, Damien Hardwick, you know, very emotional coach that um, you see him blow up in the media and, and, and have these strong words? Do you think that it could be a bit daunting for a guy who's still in his mid-30s in Andrew McWalter to take over such a big club like Richmond? Or is, do we, are we seeing parallels between Craig McRae and Collingwood potentially? Yeah, I think Craig, Craig McRae set a blueprint, hasn't he? And mm. I think that's what Andrew McWalter should follow. Um, definitely a young coach, but he's got ex he's got enough experience. Um, I'm I'm a firm believer in 
I mean, I used to always think that coaching and playing was were aligned. Um, I'm a firm believer they're not anymore because mm. I've played with a lot of good players and seen them coach, and they've got not, like they haven't got any idea on how to manage a group, manage people, play, manage people. Um, everything's about back in my day when I played. This is yeah. what I did, and, yeah. and even though that's this I is why I didn't say you guys yeah, do it. Yeah, when I probably started coaching, I started doing that. Probably um, I was doing that when I when I was coaching, and I realised pretty quickly that no one cares. No. So. You know that that sort of approach. I think it's going to be a bit of a relief now on a few of the uh, senior players or even players that are Premiership players at Richmond with McGolter coming in, taking the handbrakes off and letting Richmond play that, just having that freedom to play that run and gun style. Not mm. that Hardwick was holding them back from that, but there's going to be a bit of weight left on their shoulders. And I think a lot of people are writing Richmond off making finals now, mm. um, and I'm certainly not in that boat. And I reckon internally, there's some expectations on that. Yeah, I think it's an interesting one. Um, I think the way the Tigers finish this season will sort of solve a few of those answers as well and where the mm. list is at. This is what Andrew McWalter had to say about taking over from coach Damien Hardwick. Quite bittersweet for me. Like You never want to lose Dimmer in these circumstances. He's been such a great role model for, for the whole club and, and for me as well. So not ideal Dimmer stepping away, but it's provided an opportunity for me and I'm incredibly grateful for it. Really excited by the opportunity and the challenge for the rest of the year and just keep look to move forward with the guys. So just a quick one on that, Robin. You do have a couple of more things to add, but on a coaching front, do you think that we will start seeing more and more coaches at AFL level that haven't played the game? Meaning at AFL, I think you have to have played football in some capacity, whether it be local or junior footy, but um, do you reckon we'll start seeing more of those sort of types coming through like we do see in the American sports? No, I'm not, I'm not super confident on that. Um, I think good teachers of the game will always hold a spot, um, but I sort of feel, I, I don't think we're going to go past that a little bit. Um, It'll require like a cultural change. There's still that mm. whole thing of, hey, why is this guy telling me what to do? He never did it himself. That guy was a you know 200 game player, so we'll listen to him, even if the information that's coming out of their mouths isn't as valuable as the guy who didn't play football. So yeah, exactly. I, I think it's a bit of a thing. I, I think it's just a bit of a player thing. I've heard AFL players I've spoken to you know talk badly about coaches mm. at the level that haven't played. So yeah. I just think it's something. It. it I think it starts as well from a committee point of view from the president, um, CEOs. If you want to appoint someone that's a really good communicator, communicator people person, um, look at people manager, sort of like your Craig McRae types. They, they can be non-AFL people that haven't played at a high level, just played local level, you know. And mm. But no doubt there's a fair few. There's a lot of coaching programs coming through the ranks. And something also interesting as well, Clarky, for you guys, they ask Raf later in the show if you get him on, is about how close Saviour, um, his brother Xavier yeah. Clark, was to get in that role. Um, because he has done his apprenticeship under Hardwick as well. And um, you would start to see him getting opportunities more maybe as a senior assistant role perhaps or mm. a senior midfield coaching role um, with more influence perhaps. Yeah, well, good point. I think that is a discussion that we need to have with Raf. But you would think that he's in that profile now. He's been at the club mm. since, what, about 2017? So that's mm. a long time. It's a, not the longest apprenticeship. Obviously, we've seen uh, coaches bounce around the assistant coaching ranks for Upwards of 20 years, but getting more experience now, uh, closer to 10 years than, than the beginning of his caper. So, yeah, I thought he'd be looking at an opportunity like that. I know there were some kind of rumours and whispers, mainly just like talkback radio level stuff, but... Um, I did think he could face some stiff competition with Ben Rutten and David Teague back at the Tigers, both players, both men who have steered their own team before. Um, and 
obviously when you're looking at an interim coach you're kind of just looking for someone to keep you know keep the ship above water and just keep keep things steady until they can find a more permanent replacement but I do like the McWalter appointment I didn't know that he was so highly rated internally if you listen to Ross Lyon during the week he actually said that in his coaching plans for 2023 that he had planned to poach uh, Andrew McWalter and I don't think he was joking about it I think he was saying it sincerely um, said that yeah he couldn't get him back at St Kilda which is the club that McWalter played for but said that if he was to go for any other club um, McWalter as a senior assistant would be in Ross Lyon's plan so he must have something going for him surely yeah definitely does um, so Richmond are definitely a watch now um, to see how they go freeing up that um, taking that burden off him a bit and uh, I'm not expecting to too it. much no I'm not expecting yeah too much but that's probably you know that's probably going to be good for him alrighty Rob let's talk about some of last weekend's games of footy because we do need to go into a big round of footy in fact there is so much to talk about Rob that I reckon we might even throw to a quick quick break so stay with us here on SDN Fridays in the top end thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin 